Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Destructo Discourse. This is a Dragon Ball Z rewatch podcast. I am your host, Tyler. You are listening to episode 27, and joining the discourse this time is Jason. Hi. Matt. Hello. Aaron. Hey. And Dave. Hello. How's everybody doing? I'm swell. Not bad. Is everybody feeling everybody good. in the mood for Dragon Ball content? The leaves are turning from black to blonde. <laughs> um, it's getting colder, like Frieza. <laughs> that, that first thing didn't happen yet, Jay. Come on. All mm. right, fair enough. I feel like someone just like healed a hole in my stomach. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's profound. How does everybody feel about Dragon Ball adjacent content? Adjacent? I'm right here. <laughs> oh, the Ooh. other one. Okay. I've been playing a lot of Dragon Quest Eleven. I think that's the one. <laughs> Ooh, I that's the new one. It's it's it counts. Played a Dragon Quest game. It has a curatorium all over it. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. He's just touching it. it won't stop. Oh my! <laughs> the curatorium. Right. Let that Dragon Quest alone. <laughs> Let that quest alone. <laughs> I don't know if you guys were aware, but a curatorium has a lot of work that isn't Dragon Ball Z. Some might call him prolific in a weird Some way. Some might. I guess that's what happens when you have a hit anime. Yeah. Uh, Matt, uh-huh. why don't you tell us some of your favorites? Well, you, you, act, you act like I know about this? <laughs> oh, I figured you might. You're right, I got a list. Given, <laughs> <laughs> given the crew that we've collected. <laughs> is this going to be a primer? Oh, I hope it's a primer. Oh, this is this is going to be a class. <gasps> oh, my. Oh, boy. In your Let seats. me get my good note-taking pen. This is a Destructo Seminar. <laughs> Hello, my name You're is just... Matthew, and welcome to my TED Talk. Um, <laughs> I didn't receive the syllabus yet. Is that is that on its way? Or? Uh, the syllabus is in your heart. Oh. <laughs> it's the friend okay, you made no. along the way. <laughs> oh, Captain, my Captain, Ginyu. <laughs> so, these, these, this anime we watch uh, is, mm-hmm. is currently being, uh, or was made by the fine folks over at Toei Animation. Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing they did was kind of like tell their own stories about these characters in the forms of original illustrated stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's three short novellas, each featuring artwork from the Toei Animation staff. The first features Piccolo reflecting on his life from his birth to his death, saving the son of the man who killed his father. Do you have any idea when these came out? And where um, I can find them. <laughs> <laughs> That there's dates uh, written. I didn't copy those down. Mm. Uh, finding them, I have no idea. I was just wondering if the Piccolo one came out during a long stretch where nobody got to draw Piccolo. Yeah, yeah, most likely. And they were and they were just trying to find a way to do that. They had a big green hole in their hearts. <laughs> they just needed to fill. I will say what I did find was uh, some uh, summaries of the stories along with the illustrations that are in them. Uh, the mm-hmm. illustrations are really cool. Uh, Piccolo has yellow eyes for some reason. <laughs> I'm okay with it. 
He got norded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Piccolo no. got norded. <laughs> Piccolo's nobody. Piccolo's nobody Zickalop. <laughs> <laughs> yes! You... I was going to try to actually like carry this question somewhere, but you just... Nope, that's... <laughs> that's unbeatable. Oh, Did you guys know amazing. that, that uh, Skrillex is just killers with an X? Like, Skr- mm. Skrillex has been Kingdom Hearts trash for all this time. <laughs> one Longer was, than anybody one knew. One was yeah. Mr. Brightside and the other was Mr. Darkside. <gasps> oh my god. Fuck, I was trying to make a Mr. Brightside joke. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens. Others, there's the illustrated stories, are actually really interesting in that they reveal some things that we didn't know about before. And that um, the Piccolo one reveals that he actually retained his father's memories, but oh. only the ones from when he died. So he got to experience <laughs> the moment where Goku killed him. Oh, cool. I, oh, yeah. I can see why he doesn't like that guy yeah. very much. Yeah, that cool. kind of explains his motivations a lot better than the show ever did. <laughs> huh. Yeah, and um, there's one about Vegeta uh, with the same uh, premise. It's him mm-hmm. reflecting on his life from when he was a child. And there you learn that uh, he actually hated Frieza for the moment that his father bowed to him. And he mm. hated his father for the same reason. For the same thing. Oh, wow. Yeah, I can see that. Sounds legit. And that's why he kind of just didn't give a fuck when they told him Planet Vegeta was destroyed. <laughs> ah. That gives that a little bit more context. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's also revealed that it was a, it was kind of like a, a rumor be- a rumor band going around amongst the, the lower level Saiyans that because Vegeta was such like a prodigy that he was most likely the legendary space warrior, I mean, Super Saiyan. <laughs> <laughs> Which gave him a chosen one complex. Oh, uh-huh. that makes uh-huh. a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is, is telling Super that, Saiyan? it is telling that every single one of these reads like a concept for a fan fiction that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. drastically improves on something from the original work. As far as Saiyans and the destruction of Vegeta goes... He is the boy who lived. <laughs> oh, uh, shit. Wow. Instead of a scar, he just has a really sharp widow's peak. <laughs> Can you imagine... Burn all the hair or a... clean off. All right, I'm yeah. going to need some photoshops of like the Harry Potter book covers, but with Vegeta. You know the Discord has those covered, man. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but can you like imagine a Vegeta and Draco Malfoy rivalry? Um, would, that would I, not last long. I don't have to. It would escalate so quickly. <laughs> I'll tell my father about this. Good, I'll kill him too. <laughs> Bring yeah. all the wizards. <laughs> and so, the uh, there, there was a third one that was about Trunks, who we haven't met yet. But I don't really Trunks. need to go into that one, because everything that's in that one, they just turned into a TV special later on. Yeah, yeah, a very good one. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, we might, I'm very excited for that thinking, one. What, what would Dumbledore's power level be? Oh no! <laughs> that is all I can think about. Well, how does how would how would wizardry is affect your power level? Down. Do you have? I mean, humans already have a variable power level. You know, we're going to have an opportunity to talk mm. about this exact thing in these episodes. I think. Mm. <laughs> mm. Why does this always come down to Harry Potter, Dragon Ball Z crossovers? 
And why am I always down for it? Like it was just meant to be. Like almost everything in life. But uh, since we're on the since we're on the Toei train, let's talk about Dragon Ball. Yo, Son Goku and his friends return with two exclamation points. <laughs> Whoa! That sounds hey. like a fun jaunty jaunt. It's just called. You ran out of. You ran out of track. It's all right, Aaron. It happens to us all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's named that because it was the first thing that was put out, dra- like new Dragon Ball Z content since 1999. Do you know when when it came out, Matt? Uh, 2008. That's a bit of a stretch a bit between. Of a gap. Hmm. Yeah. This is where we officially ran into Tarble, or as we like to call him, Tarbles. <laughs> Our good boy. I mean, that's that's all you need to know. Yeah. It's got Vegeta's brother in it. Yeah. There there are hijinks. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's a cute little spinoff. I like it. Uh, I know the bad guys in it are named Abo and Kado. Yeah. Which I love. And aren't they Dodoria Dodoria race people? They seem similar, yeah. Yeah. I wish that those names had been better implemented elsewhere Mm. in the series. You want a scarier avocado than these two chuckleheads? Yeah. Yeah. That's reasonable. Mm -hmm. So what else do we got? That... After that, in 2011, they released a little short called Episode of Bardock. Oh, is, Bardock! Which we've also that briefly guy. covered in our episode of Bardock. I feel like we learned everything that we needed to learn about that yeah. guy. Is that Are you sure about from that? what we watched? It, yep. is a, it is a strict sequel. It's a continuation of sorts. It picks up <laughs> right where it left off. <laughs> of Bardock? In the scene where yeah. Bardock is dying? Yep. <laughs> Well, uh, uh-huh. it just kind of I mean, fades to black, and then he wakes up in a bed, surrounded what? by aliens. <laughs> well, now I'm curious. So, so much for a hard deterministic universe, then. <laughs> uh, long story short, he got flung into the past, just oh. like Batman. We're back, a Bardock story. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite. Oh, Jay, that was powerful. <laughs> Walter uh, Cronkite's there. <laughs> Julia scary Child. man is a scary man with a screw in his eye. Uh, don't you mean chilled? What? <laughs> ah, <laughs> chilled. Because uh, chilled is the enemy of this movie. Yeah, he's an ancestor of Frieza. Yep. Oh, I dang. hate everything. And <laughs> and he just de- and he decides to try and conquer what would later become Planet Vegeta, and enslave what would later become the Saiyans. Oh my god. I know. Yeah, nothing in defending more. It, in defending it, Bardock becomes the first actual Super Saiyan. Oh, he's the legendary he's space the, warrior. He's the legendary <laughs> space warrior. But I now want nothing more than to have a Dragon Ball Z style thing with the voice of Julia Child as the villain. <laughs> I would love that so much. I would like a TV special where Barak kills Walter Cronkite for cereal. (laughs) (laughs) I think everyone would like that. We could probably get a Kickstarter for that. The legendary (laughs) Super Saiyan. (laughs) (laughs) With Sam Waterston as Master Roshi. (laughs) Well, Matt, what else have these assholes made? Uh, That's all for them. Uh, okay. But now we can move on to Akira Toriyama himself. You know, uh, those those animations, they're technically not canon. They don't really count anymore. 
Especially thanks to what I'm about to talk about, Jocko the Galactic Patrolman. Oh, Space what Cop. a name. Yeah. So before I uh, go any further, I just want to I just want to make it known that DBZ is actually extremely atypical for Akira Toriyama and his usual work. The majority of his manga are all goofball, off the wall comedies and one shots. A lot of slapstick. Yes. Yeah. And and gags. DBZ yeah. and Doctor Slump are the only ones that of his like twenty plus mangas that he's made that are like serialized. Jocko is a one-shot made long after DBZ went off the air. Uh, it's like during Kai's uh, run. Uh, mm. Featuring new characters such as Jocko, who is sent to Earth to save it from a reported Saiyan pod heading its direction. Mm-hmm. That's mm. Goku. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Tights, Boma's big sister, who... Wait, what? Huh? Yeah. That's pretty yeah. great. <laughs> yeah, that happened. That's pretty great. It is I revealed, yeah, that Bulma has a big sister named Tights. Oh, yeah. What traveling the heck the world. has she been up to, and why uh, has she not shown up in Hail Satan? <laughs> well, let oh me tell God, you right. about Jocko the Galactic Patrolman. <laughs> Tights is uh, Bulma's big sister who cares more about writing science fiction than actually making it. And oh, my she, God. Yeah, she's a writer. My and hero. the reason Tights has never been mentioned once during the entire course of Dragon Ball or Dragon Ball Z is because she's been having off-screen adventures with Jocko. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, honestly, and... that tracks. Like, Dr. Bruce would not mention... <laughs> we would not occur to him to he mention his children. probably be forget she... I mean, yeah, he doesn't care. Yeah. And Bulma probably doesn't like her. I don't... No, they get along later in Super. I don't know. <laughs> I, I generally don't know why Bulma and... never mentions her. She does, yeah. Oh, like, yeah, Jocko's in like the opening, I think, right? Jocko shows up more than Tights does. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I've seen exactly one episode of Super. Is that who that was? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, probably yellow eyes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Any, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, go, what do you know? The one shot is most notable, though, for its final chapter called Dragon Ball Minus, which tells hmm. a new version of Bardock and Goku's <laughs> origin. Making everything we just talked about Bardock completely irrelevant and non-canon. Do you guys remember Superman? Yeah, you heard of him? Yeah. Uh, I, oh, I is know he the him. one? Is he, he's the one what isn't a bird, right? Nor, Nor a, plane. a plane. Yeah. Oh, I thought he was a plane. No. Oh. He is faster than a speeding bullet. Mm-hmm. What about a uh, that, that part train. is true. He can leap over those. Oh, he can leap <laughs> over those. Oh, no. Tall buildings? Boom, no problem. <laughs> Tall buildings ain't no thing. No. Well, surely he's a bad guy. Well, no, he depends I mean, on... it it has happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it depends if you go to uh, superdickery.com or not. <laughs> oh, God, I forgot about that one. I, had, I also forgot about that. I'm just joking. I know about Superman. Do you remember how he came to Earth? He was the last uh, child sent out of planet Vegeta, right? Right before it blew <laughs> up. He came in a little space pod. Uh-huh. Yeah. Dragon Ball Minus is just Superman. Yeah. Okay. I see. Yeah. They they change it so that Frieza just kind of calls all the Saiyans back to the to planet Vegeta, and Bardock's the only one that goes, this is a little suspicious. That guy's going to mess us up. This is, I don't know what's going to happen, but it can't be good. This if you're is... going to put all these Saiyans in one spot, nuh-uh. This and is the so, thinking of a great scientist. Yeah. He's the only <laughs> one. Wasn't Superman's dad a scientist? He was. Yes. <laughs> it's all coming together. 
like cronk voice. <laughs> now, if you want to fall in love with another female character, uh, go ahead and look up. How do you pronounce it? Is it Jean? I think so. Gine? G-I-N-E. Because uh, the next scene is Bardock going up to his wife, Jean, Goku's mother, who we're just now meeting for the first time, never been mentioned. Oh my. Her name comes from, oh, the spring onion. Oh, no, a spring onion? Spring onion, like which a... is a, a negi in Japanese. They just flipped it. Oh. Yeah. I was thinking that was like opportunity. But yeah, he's <laughs> like... That's what I thought originally. <laughs> he's like, hey, Gene, this fuck, some fucked up shit's going on. I don't like <laughs> it. Put our three-year-old son, Goku, in a pod. He's not an infant in this version. And mm-hmm. send him off to his first planet, which is Earth. And Gene's like, what? But he's way too early. And he's like, I don't give a fuck. Presumably while... I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but... Drinking heavily and yeah. sitting in his easy chair. And anyway, yeah, Goku is just just Superman. And he's older for some reason and wearing Saiyan armor. Uh, Which isn't Saiyan this... armor. Yeah, the the weird part of Dragon Ball Minus is that Goku is conscious for it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, that's weird. Visibly upset that he's leaving. Yeah. Hmm. That's odd. Yeah. It's a weird choice. The other important aspect of Minus, I'll say, is that it tells us where Raditz was. Yeah. Oh. Unlike any other prequel. <laughs> Which is on a mission with Vegeta. Yeah. Oh, and, he was there? Mm-hmm. Yep. And okay. when they get the when they get the call back to the planet, Raditz is like, shouldn't we shouldn't we be going? And Vegeta's just kinda like, fuck Frieza. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> We're not going back there. <laughs> Screw that guy. So Raditz survived because Vegeta was petty. Again, sounds completely on brand. <laughs> uh, for now, let's turn our eyes back to the source, the hit anime Dragon Ball Z. Had our spin-off. I've never heard spin of it. On. <laughs> <laughs> on this podcast, we cover three episodes every week. Thank goodness. And this week, yes, th- thank goodness this week, <laughs> because we're covering three kind of clunkers. Uh, 79, 80, and 81. I mean, the good stuff in them is good, it's just... There is good stuff. It's just spread across all three. (laughs) Episode 79, the English title is Gohan Attacks. Uh, the Japanese title roughly translates to, Is this the end? A brutally transcendent power attacks Gohan. The episode begins where the last one left off, which is the life draining from Krillin's body. I Has never... anyone seen my blood? You can't miss it. It's red. <laughs> and trickling us all over the... Yeah. I have a question for for you, Tyler, because I, yeah. I was dying to know this. What are you hearing on the Funimation version? Because... What am I hearing? Yeah, what is the background music for this scene? Oh, I'll have to go back and check again. I feel like it was probably close to resembling appropriate I feel like there's been a lot of I I don't know if the music in this show if it makes use of leitmotifs or if it just reuses themes a lot 
I haven't mm. quite <laughs> mapped it out. It's kind of a kind of a, a thin line between those two concepts. <laughs> yeah, but th- there's been one that I've really enjoyed that's been pretty recent. That's like starts out really slow and like and then it goes yep that's a classic yeah, oh yeah that, that one is really good yeah i know exactly the one that you're speaking about <laughs> yeah it's one of the more like dramatic ones something bad's happening in this show just assume something's going like I'll get I'll get to that theme I do yeah. have a note on that mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I asked that because like the the English dub with the Japanese mm-hmm. music creates a weird tone because mm. the music mm-hmm. is telling us this is a tragic scene. Like <laughs> there's the music is swelling, the blood is, the blood is trickling, but and freezes making bucking yeah, bronco jokes. Right, a cowboy. And Goku says, "Hang in there, buddy." That on his office poster. Wow. <laughs> Hang that up in my cubicle. Hang in there, Krillin. Hang it up in your healing pod. Everyone else is just standing around in a stupor as Frieza keeps pushing his horn deeper and, and does the bucking around, which is just making that wound that Krillin much worse. just bouncing right on his face. That's a phrase that means something very different in certain fan fictions. Well, no, I... <laughs> just saying... <laughs> Just Frieza still looks as mission good. accomplished. Not super Saiyan, I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, uh, never mind. You lost it, then you got it back. <laughs> See, this was really hard to watch as a kid, and it's uh-huh. real hard to watch now. Yeah. It, yep. Yep. Generally, you know, folks getting impaled in works efficient. Not my favorite thing. Didn't like it in Tomb Raider. Didn't like it in The Last of Us. Don't like it in DBZ. Mm-hmm. They just linger on it for so long. Yep. Yeah, I have nothing. I have nothing to base this on, save my own fading memories. But I feel like it was probably edited down on television. I would hope. Like not 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 only that the blood was removed, which it almost certainly was oh, yeah. on TV, but yeah. that it it didn't last as long as it does in this version. <laughs> yeah. I, I timed it by long. the way. I timed it ten oh. minutes. Oh god, he plays with him for ten fucking minutes. <laughs> wow. Krillin weakly tries to fight back, but he doesn't really have it in him. He throws a kick, but Frieza just catches his knee. I mean, good Gohan for even doing that much. Gohan tries to step in to save Krillin, but is easily swatted away. And notice how this show lets villains be dominant and evil by flicking someone away with their tail. <laughs> like, Raditz does that to Krillin episode one to just let you know that he doesn't even need to use his fists to send you flying. Yamcha is throwing a tantrum on King Kai's planet. He's very upset that he can't go to Namek to help. Just, yeah, they just contemplate their obsolescence there's, together. There's some, some serious dramatic like, irony right here. This is my fight. 
<laughs> yeah, why is Yamcha all of a sudden, like, very, like, <laughs> In what indignant? way is this your fight, buddy? You I died to a was... Cyberman, dude. You could, yeah. <laughs> I think it was in this episode that Gordy pointed it out, but we did some quick math, and Yamcha has been dead for more episodes than he was alive. Oh, <laughs> of Dragon Ball Z. Uh, uh, na, na, na. <laughs> so that's probably what he's upset about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I need more screen time. <laughs> that's, I mean, hey, he's a pro baseball player. He is concerned about his career, concerned about his image. We get another Bulma check-in, who is... Starting to hallucinate. Oh, why? And she sees her good friend Krillin in a nipple-shaped rock in the distance. <laughs> God. Huh, I, I, I can't stand this. Like, I, I love Bulma, but I, I, it's getting more and more jarring that we intercut funny Dragon Ball Bulma antics with slow, <laughs> agonizing torture. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's not so fun. Not, not great. great. Frieza finally stops toying with Krillin after apparently ten minutes. He looks tired. Like Krillin <laughs> yeah. just looks tired. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like he's he's been on that Myers Penny Ridem horse for a little too long. <laughs> and uh, Frieza tosses him into the water below. Gohan snaps. Is this the part where just Gohan starts... goes heavy metal? Oh, oh and yeah. Go! And uh, <laughs> and then starts a mosh pit. <laughs> yeah, Gokhan is very upset. Ah, uh, this is one of my few. Uh, I love moments like this that happen in the show because I call them mm-hmm. "fuck him up, Gohan" moments. Yeah, uh-huh. That's what happens playing. here. Yep. He fucks him up. He does he indeed. Does. He shows off some of that hidden potential that everybody keeps talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, it's like his probably his best assault yet. Um, <laughs> yeah. Like artistically, it's really kind of beautiful because it's all—it's got a lot of um, a lot of yellow highlights and purple shadows, uh, which I think are the main uh, colors of the Masenko. <laughs> so it keeps it—it it, it keeps it thematic, is what I'm saying. I will say for this bit, we we rag on Toriyama for like making shit up as he goes a lot, but when it comes to Gohan and like rage being the thing that puts him over, that. That feels like th- this is definitely a through line that he planned out early on. Yeah. Oh yeah, the fucking and... Gohan moments are great, <laughs> and uses sparingly, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which is really nice as well. We get my favorite dust clearing. Yeah. Uh, we we've been conditioned to expect with a dust clearing that the person will just be standing there unaffected. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, freezes. That motherfucker's face down in the dirt. <laughs> he get, he I didn't he, see this one coming. He gets a Yamcha crater. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Vegeta, Vegeta, who was watching all of this happen dumbfounded, now suspects that Gohan is a Super Saiyan. <laughs> well, if he's uh, as strong as Vegeta, then he's got to be, right? Because Vegeta's, I mean, Vegeta's going to be a Super Saiyan any day now. Yeah. He, has, he has one tool. It's mad. It applies to everything. We see Dende down below in the water, who is rescuing Krillin from drowning. Way to go, Dende. Frieza stands back up and dusts himself off, and when he turns to look at Gohan, uh, he isn't smiling anymore. Mm. This is no longer quite so fun. Uh-oh. Mm-mm. Vegeta has some tricks up his sleeves, which are beams. Vegeta oh, finally teaches us trick. lesson number one. 
Yeah. Which is don't turn your back on Vegeta. <laughs> the list of old tricks. He's always got a plan up his sleeve. I feel like that's one of the things Vecini lists in that scene in The Princess Bride. The classic blunders. <laughs> Never turn your back on Vegeta! <laughs> and don't get involved in a land war in Asia. Hello, my name is Vegeta Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. I want an English dub of Dragon Ball Z where Wallace Shawn is Vegeta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would More work. More than anything in my life. <laughs> this power level is inconceivable. <laughs> oh my god, every layer deeper I go, it just gets better. <laughs> Vegeta's beams do less to Frieza than Gohan's assault did. And Frieza just sort of pushes past Vegeta. He doesn't even rate his attention anymore. Because hmm. he is more concerned with taking care of Gohan first. Uh, Frieza is no longer underestimating Gohan, so he makes short work of him, crashes him onto the ground, and he begins crushing his head under his foot. Oh boy. Mm. Hey, uh, can we, uh, can we get some foley in here of a child's skull being crushed like a pistachio? <laughs> <laughs> uh... That, that voice actor's, thing. uh... Grabs... That's not it. That casting grab call. Some d- grab some dowel rods. I need... <laughs> I really need to hear uh, the, the temporal bone just split open. Is that it? <laughs> Let's just pay Do we do it? You got the job. <laughs> the last note I have for this episode is Piccolo continuing to speed along. And Goku continues to be in the tank for an hour. <laughs> mm-hmm. And saying he's got to hurry. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta get it there. Gotta go. Gotta do it. Any closing thoughts for episode seventy nine? I have one. Um, just on the commercial break, it was Goku or uh, Gohan filled with rage over the death of his close friend Krillin, and he lets out a volley of attacks on. Powerful, even Vegeta can't believe what he's seeing. And then da 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 Yes, I saw this too. It was very good. One of the worst ones, it's great. Episode 80, the English title is Piccolo the Supernamic. The Japanese title is kind of judgmental, which I like to pretend this was written by Gohan far in the future. Uh, the title roughly translates to The Tide Suddenly Turned Piccolo, the warrior who came late <laughs> oh. Oh. oh no <laughs> you a little earlier, Look, buddy he's, he's doing better than King Kai Nobody has died yet As a result of him not getting here on time True, True. The episode picks up again where we left off last time Gohan's head getting crushed Piccolo racing along uh, I- and uh, Piccolo gets a clip show of all the good times he had with Gohan. <laughs> like that time when he blew up. <laughs> Remember yeah. that? The, uh, I made a note here for this uh, for these note, for this uh, sequence where Piccolo says, uh, I, I was so hard on you, I, I you know, I, I trained you as hard as I possibly could, but you took it without complaint. <laughs> He absolutely Pic- complained. Piccolo, are you, are you sure? Because I remember, I remember him really having some opinions about your. Uh, hey, this is gift a sign apples. of Piccolo's character development. He's his affection for Gohan is such that he has developed the ability to view him with rose-colored glasses. 
Exactly. Mm-hmm. See, I just thought that he was still coasting on that nail high. <laughs> it's also possible. Just feeling real good. Also very possible. Maybe maybe nail has a lower a lower or a higher higher tolerance for complaining and whiny kids than Piccolo. <laughs> and that's what's affecting that. Nail's just an optimist, which uh, brings up Piccolo's pessimistic levels are just a little bit higher. <laughs> yeah. Nail's better with kids. That's, that much that's is true. probably true, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not much better, Seeing but... Seeing as how he's been around them. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a note for this sequence where Frieza um, turns to Vegeta and asks him why he was just standing there and letting this happen, which is him mimicking the audience at this point. <laughs> Asking a valid question. I liked I liked Vegeta. I, I think in this episode, even Vegeta kind of mentions what, why, why am I standing here? Yeah, <laughs> I've seen worse I, than this before. I would like to punch, but they're not animating me. It's <laughs> it's I, I I saw on the wiki that he does not have this internal dialogue in the Japanese version, but I like to think that this is also him developing the ability to care. Mm-hmm. I need. I it's got to happen at some point. Kind of claimed Gohan. I I said in an earlier episode is like his little little Saiyan nephew. I need um a Saiyan version of I have no mouth and mu- I must scream. Uh, I have <laughs> no, no fists, but I must punch. No, it's a. <laughs> I have no hands, but I must beam. <laughs> well, Boom. we can just do a mouth beam or a foot beam. Oh, there's all oh, kinds those are of all options. Before Frieza can finish Gohan off, there's a surprise Destructo disc. What? what? Wait a second. <laughs> D- it hit him! D- it hits! Yeah. It hit something! It, it cut off it, his little tail! It finds purchase. <gasps> oh my god. Our show is now valid. <laughs> Yay! But how can that be? There's only one man who does the Destructo disc. And he only one. drowned in Vegeta. <laughs> and we saw him... We saw him get punctured, bucked around, and then drowned. <laughs> it's okay. Dende got him yeah. fixed. This, yeah. this is why you always have a healer in the party. <laughs> but we don't, know, we don't know that he's a healer yet. Oh, yeah, just true. somehow I was Krillin so is back in action. when he came back. Like... Same. That was like, <laughs> did they just find a conveniently shaped flesh cork? Just kind of pop in there? Was, was Krillin dying just filler? That doesn't really make sense. Like the dinosaurs <laughs> on the planet that has canonically no ecosystem. Hey, <laughs> no. It's just like, oh, wait, if, that didn't happen. If any character dying was going to be filler, it would be Yamcha. <laughs> <laughs> just bring him back for a minute. See, the problem with that, like, not to spoil future events, but Yamcha dying is so crucial to canon <laughs> that it happens multiple times. <laughs> That yeah. sounds about right. <laughs> like he, he, his purpose is to die in this show as a as a measuring stick of what we're up against. Yeah, really hardcore version of the wharf effect. I mean, yeah, you could <laughs> you could argue his purpose even in original original Dragon Ball was just to lose. Oh yeah, like the he he is serving the same function. It has just been escalated to dying. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. I mean, honestly, though, is it an escalation? Because dying no. for these boys is just sitting out on the sidelines for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hanging out with our friends Bubbles and Gregory. It's just an increase in scope. 
Krillin gets Frieza's attention with some more destructo discs and hitting his ass. Yeah, he just does some fun, goofy butt slaps. <laughs> yeah. uh, he's got the elation of someone who has died before and does not give a fuck today. <laughs> you don't scare me. I've seen the other side. <laughs> it's pretty chill. And then he tosses out one of the legit coolest things I've ever seen. And mm-hmm. th- this moment makes me so angry. Yeah. Because <laughs> he throws this out like like he's known how to do this the whole time. <laughs> he, he didn't go, all right, here's my new technique. <laughs> Look, he maybe just... he's right high on all the energy that Dende put into him. <laughs> I'm just so mad he didn't use this before now. Like, when he gave up against the Ginyu Force. <laughs> <laughs> He just didn't have enough meter. I have to give Frieza a legitimate amount of credit for dodging this. Yeah. We should probably say what he did, though. He throws a Destructo Disc that then explodes into, like, 20 Destructo Discs. It's like a shotgun (laughs) Destructo Disc. And Frieza manages to, like, limbo in between all of them in the air. Yeah. (laughs) He baits Frieza away from everybody, and he, he hides away in a labyrinth rock formation. To buy some time. Not a very big one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Frieza humors him for a little bit. Longer than I cared to watch. Personally. <laughs> he loves, the same you know, loop this... of animation speeding up. Frieza, he yeah. loves a game of cat and mouse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, Tom I and do, Jerry, but with Krillin. I do feel the need to say, uh, for anybody who is watching along with this and is like, why are these episodes moving so slow all of a sudden? <laughs> the anime was being produced alongside the, the manga, and at this point was getting dangerously close to catching up. Too, it's too overcoming? Yeah. 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 It's, Doesn't it's... it actually lap it? Does it officially catch up? Or uh, was the manga just always a little bit ahead? I believe it uh, does eventually overlap it, which is why a certain saga happens <laughs> later uh, on that's that I will right. not mention. I see. Why we take a, a, a bit of a detour. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Okay, I remember this. I don't know what you're referencing, but it sounds fun. Uh-huh. <laughs> it is so it, much oh, fun. Oh, it's a lot of fun. I'm excited. <laughs> mm-hmm. A lot of consequences. <laughs> Some choices are made. I see. So, um... <laughs> Frieza toys with Krillin a little bit longer and then says, uh, you cut off my tail, uh, so I'm going to kill you, like, very angrily. You know, legitimately so, I think. And then for some reason, Krillin's reaction is to say, this guy's nuts. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dude! It finally dawns on him. (laughs) Dude, yeah. Yeah, dude. Is that not made clear with the whole ride him cowboy bit? He drank your blood for ten minutes. (laughs) (laughs) And then, um, Krillin escapes by, like, there's two things this reminds me of. First off, Uh if you went, um, onto, like, a GameFAQs or a forum (laughs) where fighters in the DBZ universe were talking about what the most optimal strategy is, everybody would say to to put all your points into Solar Flare. Because it's the best return on investment. Um, oh, the moose cheap. It needs to be nerfed. Yeah, and it was uh, that person is Frieza, um, and it, probably it is, Vegeta also. It is to DBZ <laughs> as poise is to Dark Souls. Yes, and uh, and also it made me think of like you know when you get offered a, a bunch of different sizes of of fun bucks you can buy in a microtransaction game, and one of them is la- the one on the right is labeled best value. 
<laughs> that's that's solar flare because <laughs> it works on Frieza too. Praise the sun, indeed. <laughs> uh, I do have a couple notes from this sequence. Um, yeah. Namely, I'm not sure how Frieza knows where Krillin is popping out of this labyrinth since he can't sense power. I assume he just, just sees good him. Good at guessing. Yeah. Yeah. I have a note here that says, uh, dynamite fishing is illegal on Namek, which I think is probably <laughs> because uh, this was a point where Krillin, like, dunks beneath the water and Frieza just fucking sends a bunch of, hurls a bunch of beams in there to try and blast him out. I do wonder if Solar Flare is somehow draining to use because nobody ever does it in a damaging capacity it is only ever used to escape no one throws a punch after they do the solar flare right except for when it was first introduced <laughs> but that doesn't count because that's Tien and he made it so <laughs> oh, he's no. the only one who's truly mastered the technique yeah. mm-hmm. and clearly everyone else just kind of throws it out there sloppily <laughs> <laughs> back with Gohan and Vegeta we see Dende pulling off his new trick that we have alluded to, mm. and by which I mean said outright, just verbally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, he he covers Gohan in a warm, glowing light, and it heals all of his wounds. He's the living sensu bean. Unsquishes <laughs> his little head. <laughs> just he, he, just pops, pops that the soft spot out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I this I was talking about this back when we were. T- this is what I was referring to when we were talking about Goldo. Yeah. How. This is a game-changing ability. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. no kidding. And yet, I suspect that it would not be factored at all into whatever Dende's readout would be on a scouter. Yeah, Frieza doesn't care. Yeah. yeah. But, like, you know, Frieza's power is functionally infinite. Imagine if you could double infinity. Yeah, I mean, Frieza doesn't have a galaxy brain. <laughs> He's not seeing the big picture. <laughs> he but owns yeah, the galaxy, so, like, he doesn't need that. The, 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 um, <laughs> He's the emperor of the universe. The, um, mm-hmm. the implications continue to be peppered around that there are things that power level, as we understand it, doesn't really cover. That's interesting to me. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. I'd actually been reading the uh, Dragon Ball Super manga recently when I'm at work and bored. Yeah. And um, the, the whole, like, healing ability uh, being, is, being a super rare thing is actually, like, a major plot point. It's I wonder if it's, like, a rare and special ability if, like, it's on par with, like, the ability to create Dragon Balls. I wonder. Huh. That's a great question. I wonder if it will come up. Hmm. <laughs> Couldn't possibly. The way you say that makes me suspect that it does. <laughs> <laughs> Frieza makes it back, and he sees that Gohan is up and about again as well, and he wonders, how do they keep doing that? And also, did they wish for immortality? Yeah, like Frieza <laughs> comes back goes. and interrupts the celebration by making a big old puss. Big old puss. Also, we see the, the severed stump of his tail from behind, uh, uh-huh. and it appears to have scabbed over with hatch marks. Yeah. <laughs> Just to let you know, um, I made a note here because you know I love me a good background Vegeta. Um, <laughs> his forehead gets more alarming as time passes. <laughs> Wonderful, very good. That thing hey. is that thing is three. His head is three head heights, is what I'm saying. Stress, stress is a major factor in hair loss. I'll have you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah tra- attraction based alopecia. It's not a. It's not just in Dragon Ball. 
I like to imagine that he's just pulling it out in between scenes. <laughs> oh. His heart and his forehead grew three sizes that day. <laughs> uh, Dende's powers have reinvigorated Vegeta's morale, though, and he decides to coordinate a three-man attack on Frieza. This is unheard of. Yeah, by three men attacking me, we all shoot beams at him at once. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Bam, 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 uh, bam. They, they do shoot beams, and it doesn't really work. And Vegeta says, damn it. <laughs> like, he immediately, <laughs> he immediately gives up again. <laughs> yeah. Vegeta's not actually very brave, is he? No, <laughs> not when the chips are down. Uh, like, it reminds me of what we were saying back during the Saiyan saga when we pointed out that, like, the way that the Saiyans have been doing things ever since planet Vegeta was destroyed is that they never actually got a real fight. Like, yeah, they avoided they, actual challenge. They always approach their jobs in a way that will come out on top. Yeah. Which I suppose is sensible in a universe that made sense, but that's not the universe they live in. So, <laughs> no. I don't know what their plan is. Gohan is not losing faith, though, and he charges forward again, but he is stopped by the sudden appearance of a blinding white light and a figure <gasps> standing uh, in between. Uh, is it Goku? No! Is it Superman? No! <laughs> it's Yamcha. Yep! <laughs> it's the ultimate twist. It's Piccolo, the fighter who came late. Wolfang twist. <laughs> <laughs> this is where the Counter-Attack Mankind track from Attack on Titan just started playing in my head <laughs> when Piccolo appeared. Yes, Piccolo has arrived on the battlefield. My favorite part is that Vegeta does not remember him. God, yes. Yeah. Oh, great. Another weak Namekian. <laughs> Wait a second. Back, his from that Dende is a little starstruck to find out that the guy he wished back, Piccolo, is a Namekian, and he's a very strong one. You guys named Namekians after instruments down there? <laughs> What's going on? Odd. We just call ourselves various types of snails. <laughs> That's only natural and decent. <laughs> Piccolo turns to face Dende, and he warns him to hide, and he says his name. And Dende is a little confused by that, because he's never met this guy before. Huh, and Piccolo's weird. like, fucking go! <laughs> the last note that I have for this episode is that Frieza and Piccolo prepare to face off one-on-one. -on -one. My last note for this episode is that uh, Frieza uh, offers to let Piccolo run away because, quote-unquote, it would ease his conscience to know that he spared one of them. Like, pardon me? <laughs> well, he's already decided to kill Dende. Yeah, he's tried, and he missed, so he can't let that stand. Mm. <laughs> there is a precedence for this. Yeah. Is there? Like, of all the races we've seen him attempt to destroy, he does let at least one go. <laughs> he, he lets a few slip by. Interesting. Frieza approaches killing races in the way that I approach getting trophies or achievements in games <laughs> where i'll get as many as i think i can but if a few are too tough it's fine i'll move on to the next you one don't, you don't need the platinum nah it's okay <laughs> episode 81 the english title is deja vu the japanese title roughly translates to piccolo's self-confidence i will be the one to defeat frieza we'll, we'll see about that bud wouldn't that be great though I imagined that when I saw that title, I was like, "Could you imagine? We take care. We take care of this before Goku even wakes up. Got him. Like, 
Like, ignoring the Saiyan race subplot, like, he's kind of fucked up the Namekian race pretty bad. <laughs> Piccolo has, he has a dog in this fight. Wouldn't mm-hmm. this be a cool show if anybody but Goku won fights? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of remarkable. I'll talk about it a little bit as we go. <laughs> oh, I, I could write a book about that. <laughs> I, I would, <laughs> it, it would be really interesting, I suspect. Oh, yeah. Some some may some may say that the times where that doesn't happen are the best parts of the show. <laughs> there are times when that doesn't happen. Like, well, you said too much. I mean, <laughs> even even State. in this previous arc, knowing now what I know about Vegeta's popularity spiking, and then him having the opportunity to kill the people who have been pushing him around his whole life, mm-hmm. like the Doria and Zarbon, is a refreshing sort of break from the rest of the series mm-hmm. going yeah. forward. I thought you meant does 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 anyone other than Goku ever kill anyone important? Uh, that's yet to be seen. Okay, alright, fair enough. For now, it's time for the rematch between Nail and Frieza. Yeah. And for some reason, King Kai has developed a lisp in this episode. <laughs> yeah, I made a note that says, Sean, get the straws out of your mouth. <laughs> He was, uh, he was trying something new. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> I guess he just forgot what that guy sounded like. I, I yeah. forgot to mention it, but uh, he's not the only one. I can't, I can't remember if it was this episode or the one we just talked about, but I, I noticed um, uh, Vegeta's also getting a little bit more bass in his voice. Mm-hmm. This is a period in time where Piccolo and Vegeta are not too differentiated <laughs> yeah. from each other. Yeah. Like Over time, they're going to split and sound pretty different, but currently it's kind of a toss-up between who is talking. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody else is sure if Piccolo has it in him to take Frieza on alone. And uh, Yamcha's very upset about that, and says they should have wished me back. I'd (laughs) take Frieza out myself. (laughs) And then there's a perfect, like, one and a half second beat where Tien just looks at him for a minute, (laughs) and then decides not to make a big deal out of it. the curb your enthusiasm music kicks in <laughs> yeah <laughs> pats him on the head and gives him a pizza roll mm. <laughs> he, just, he just does a, an office look at the camera <laughs> dende can't help but recognize nail and piccolo it's a very strong resemblance hmm. i guess he can't miss him he's green <laughs> vegeta is spending a lot of this time acting like a total conspiracy theorist <laughs> He spends he spends the majority of this episode freaked out of his gourd. He's just like, "You'll see, yeah. <laughs> you'll all see. <laughs> He'll kill us all." <laughs> Piccolo immediately proves everybody wrong, and he starts beating the heck out of Frieza, and he shoots him with eye beams. They start fighting with incredible force that lights up the sky and distorts the Namekian atmosphere. The earth cracks waves splash up onto the shore while very non-urgent music plays. (laughs) (laughs) Frieza gets the upper hand again, and he smacks Piccolo down into a cliffside, where he rains down a barrage of beams. I made a note here that this is the most unenthusiastic rapid beaming I have ever seen. (laughs) His face. Yeah. (laughs) He just looks bored at this point. That's just business as usual. 
my theory is that Frieza's transformation form is optimized to make big ol' pusses. Because, <laughs> like, it seems like every other time we cut to his face, he's just making the, the frown emoji. <laughs> also, I really like that as he Piccolo is getting a shit blasted out of him here, Gohan says, Are you okay, Piccolo? While he is exploding. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh yeah, there's also this thing that I kept noticing throughout all of these episodes where, like, did anyone else notice how weird Goku sounds every time we cut to him in the healing tank? Yeah, yeah. I, I... Like, he sounds terrifyingly earnest. <laughs> oh my goodness, what's going on out there? <laughs> well, he's oh, also no! doing... He's also doing his best, like, Jacob Marley. <laughs> like, he always just sounds like, whoa! <laughs> you gotta get out there! Whoa, oh, Krillin! <laughs> oh no, there's a power level dying! Chains, man! <laughs> Ebbe Freezer! Ebbe Freezer! Ah! Holy Ooh. shit, Jay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Talk about an undigested bit of beef. (laughs) (laughs) You know you hit that goal when you hear the table slams. (laughs) That is a that is a gavel from a from a judge from the comedy judge. Frieza approved. Piccolo gets a dust clearing, and yes, he is okay. Right, he's fine. And uh, we cut over to Vegeta, who is having a bad day. Because <laughs> the Namekian is stronger than him. First, oh. first the kid got stronger than him and became a Super Saiyan. <laughs> and now the green guy is stronger than him and is also a Super Saiyan. <laughs> he has an entire crisis of conscience, conscience without even like getting uh, hit once. <laughs> Without even meeting his match, he's just like, oh, fuck. I already killed this guy. <laughs> he hyped himself up for karaoke, but he wasn't the first guy to go on that night, so yeah. now he's really self-conscious. Ooh, that's rough. In a very humanizing moment for him, Vegeta tries to run away. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Frieza easily catches up to him and swats him to the ground. I have a note here that says, Vegeta now understands how Gohan must have felt when he need him clear in the gut. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Maybe that's why this is called Deja Vu. Uh, While watching Frieza and Piccolo fight, Dende is becoming even more convinced that Piccolo is Nail. During the fight, Piccolo tries to psych Frieza out by switching to Nail's voice. Which That's a cool trick. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I guess he can do that. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think he does it too much more often after this, but I guess he can do it. Or ever. Yeah. Uh, And just so we're clear... Yeah. uh, Nail Nail is Sean Schimmel, right? Yeah, is Namekian and, Goku. And Piccolo is or is Chris Sabat, right? Correct. So Vegeta and Goku's voice actor are both sharing a body? <laughs> That's yeah. preposterous and would never happen. <laughs> <laughs> is there a word for deja vu but before it happens? <laughs> De- hmm. Hmm. I don't know French, so maybe. Deja soon? Deja soon. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this event causes Frieza to reminisce to that fight that he had with that guy a few hours ago. You remember that? Good times. Deja vu. Here it, here it is if you don't. <laughs> Piccolo also calls him, what is it, like, like, 
horn head or something. <laughs> something and along Fre- those lines. Frieza is so mad. The most entry-level insult. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of clip shows, we also get to see Piccolo's great monologue again. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes. Not all of yes. it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was so good we got to see it I twice. Feel great. I can win. Yeah. The, I'm the <laughs> best. Who's the best? Piccolo is. It's me. I'm I'm happy because I, I didn't get to be on the last recording and I really wanted to mention that that moment I made fun of that almost my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> that is my favorite DBZ moment to, to quote. It's a just, very good monologue. Now the, Piccolo the, getting the hype. The clip <laughs> show for Hamlet with that monologue. Yeah. <laughs> now the clip show seems to imply that mm-hmm. um, the reason Piccolo is, is doing so well against Frieza is that Nail remembers how to fight him. There's probably but, some truth to that. Okay, but Nail never fought Frieza in this form. No, nor yeah. did he fight a Frieza who's trying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I um still um, well some knowledge is better than no knowledge. <laughs> I, I suppose I'm not convinced Frieza's trying here either. He's kind of in that stage where like it's not fu- he's not playing around with them anymore, but like he's angry and still just sort of like batting at it, like be fun again. In fighting game terms, uh, in fighting game terms, he's um playing a casual against a friend uh he's not using his best character but the friend is like starting to win and he's like like wanting to switch over to his main but like he doesn't want to why do i have to play so hard just to win a simple pub (laughs) (laughs) the last note that i have for this episode is that the episode ends not too different from where it started which is piccolo and frieza facing off one-on-one Kind of, mm-hmm. kind of right back where we started. I have a note here that uh, Piccolo blasts Frieza's lipstick off again. <laughs> I have a note that this episode, like we've established, is heavily padded. Mm-hmm. I said that this is the episode where the team discovers the magic of coloring your line art. Because <laughs> there's a, more than a few fight sequences where Piccolo's line is just glowing white hot. <laughs> And I believe that this is the episode where either Piccolo, Nail, or both call the Emperor of the Galaxy Frieza Hornboy. <laughs> That's the one. That's the one, yes. And he's so upset about that for some reason. This is also where Frieza fires his most incredible powerful beam, apparently, at Piccolo. And Piccolo deflects it by pimp-slapping it. <laughs> Just dabs it away. But then the dust clears again, and I think that the person who has done the most actual damage to Frieza at this point is Krillin. <laughs> Nobody oh, other than God. Krillin has done more than put some hash marks on some, him. Some lasting yeah. damage. Oh, there was a moment I wanted to talk about, but I completely forgot about it until just now. During the fu- uh, uh, Right after the fuck him up Gohan moment. Uh, Vegeta goes, if you think you finished Freeze, finished off Frieza, just look! And then the camera pans right past Frieza. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember that. Like, no, no, a little bit further down. He's up again, up again. You lost him. He's the big guy. He's in the crater. The purple one on the green? He's horny. He's it's the green not... ground, and he's purple. He's got the, t- he's got the tail. I want them to cut back and... Vegeta is like physically moving Gohan's <laughs> chin with his hand. Look, 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 look where I'm pointing. It's just like snapping in front of him. 
the smoking crater. Focus on my fingers. You made it yourself. This is a good time to remember, (laughs) Gohan is five. I think that these episodes are a good time for me to make what I think is going to be a very controversial statement. Okay. I am going to state that Dragon Ball Z's world and universe and and mechanics are actually the most consistent of maybe anything I've ever seen. At the very least, any anime. Huh. Consistent within the insane laws of physics of its own world, n- it never blinks. Not even for a second. The only rule that actually matters... And this is what makes me... I remember a few episodes ago... You, Tyler, you read some, uh, like that, that, it was, a, it was the petition thing, mm-hmm. where that person was complaining about, like, we need to remake Super because it doesn't respect power levels or something. Yeah. And I, I was dubious about that, not because I, I, I thought power levels didn't matter, but because I couldn't comprehend the idea of them not mattering. Like, <laughs> every, in everything yeah. I've seen so far... The only rule that matters is someone's power level, which is a number that is set in stone, as established <laughs> at the beginning of this show, and nothing ever is permitted to, to overcome that that rule. It does like and like everything in these episodes is set dramatically, not even just necessarily in terms of like what would happen in another anime, but just like narratively in general. Everything is set up and paced perfectly to build up to Piccolo defeating Frieza, climactically. Mm-hmm. Um, but then that doesn't happen because Frieza has the bigger number. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. that is every every single other thing yeah. in the entire show. People make cunning plans. People get really pissed off by an emotionally motivated. Other people say, "I believe in you." None of it fucking matters. <laughs> the power of friendship. Superpowers. The- yeah, even the power of friendship means nothing in this show. The only thing that matters is how big your number is. Yeah, no one no one goes plus ultra here. It's just whatever number you have, that's it. There's no You can increase no that Ichigo number, but it takes time. being stronger than the enemy right. because he's it, it feels like it. I'm think it's kind of an anime cliche, like I guess I guess that's not completely fair. Like there's other shows with with perfectly good and consistent mm-hmm. world building. Hunter Hunter is one of them, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, in terms of the kinds of things that DBZ inspired, like, crazy, bonkers, off-the-wall, ani- uh, crazy anime with people throwing superpowers around all over the place, Right. so often you have a moment, like, the specific thing I think of is the thing in Sword Art Online, where... It turns out that Kirito can dual wield, which is something that you can't do in that MMO. Why? <laughs> yeah. uh, no reason. It's never explained. It's because he's the chosen one. It's it's um, it's deserved power scaling. Like if a character in DBZ is more powerful than another one, it's because they deserve to be. <laughs> They've worked for that. Yeah. Well, yes, but maybe a side point. Did did Frieza really like? We see how hard Goku works for whatever that's worth. We see how hard Goku works to become so powerful. Are we supposed to assume that Frieza did all of that at some point in the past to get to this point? Uh, that's that's a kind of a sort of yes, but also they kind of reveal later that no. Yeah, 
like at this point in our knowledge, we we should probably assume that, but it is later refuted. Yeah. It's, it's it's later like revealed that yeah, it's it's later revealed that Frieza's just a prodigy, and has never worked or trained a day in his life. Right. Okay. Well, yeah. no, no. If prodigy is an explanation. I will accept that. <laughs> um, but yeah, he still has that. Number. Yeah, it's it still mm-hmm. feels right. deserved. Yeah. 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 But yeah, that's the point I'm making. Like, there's no, no like, external. I guess I would say human factor uh, that ever affects how things happen. You know, like. At the end of the day, you can't kill a tank without a bazooka. Doesn't matter how <laughs> how hard you believe, and like, doesn't matter how angry your pistol is. No matter how <laughs> angry your pistol is, no matter how uh, hard you believe in America, <laughs> you cannot kill a tank without a bazooka. And in a bizarre way, within what if I these, draw a really angry eagle on it. <laughs> in a in this bizarre way, within the insane laws of its own deranged universe, DBZ sticks to that principle to a degree yeah. that astonishes me. You you stumble mm. upon an argument that has been going on in the D- DBZ community for for years. Interesting. Yeah. What's the, what's the argument specifically? Uh, whether power scaling is good, consistent, or stuff like that. Like whether that should matter. Oh no no! The, the end of this discussion is I don't know if that's a good thing at all. <laughs> yeah, right, I'm just right. taking I'm just taking a note of it because the opposite of that is yeah. kind of an anime cliche. Yeah, you brought up the people ragging on Super because it's not as consistent as yeah. what we're watching right now. But there there's also people who are like, well, I started with Dragon Ball where Goku learned a Kamehameha by watching it. Mm-hmm. So, doesn't matter. <laughs> he can do whatever he sets his mind to. I that I can't lie to you. That genuinely surprises me that there's a point in the series where it stops being as consistent. Uh, well, it it might not be too far from where we're at right now. I see. Oh. Well, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, I'm I'm curious it's, to get your take on future events. Yeah. Okay, because we're, yeah. we're we're very rapidly approaching the point that I've watched up to. Okay, so. I'm, I'm excited for that, too. Uh, is that it for the episodes? Mm-hmm. Well, that can only mean one thing. Yeah. What does it mean? What time is it? It's time to hail Satan. Yay! <gasps> hail Satan. Does anybody remember what we talked about last time on Hail Satan? This segment where we cover... Uh, it used to be just Hercule Satan, Mr. Satan... Uh, and and sort of tertiary characters. At this point, it's basically what are the background characters doing when the camera isn't focused on them? <laughs> There's so many good background characters. There are. They're very good. I, the mm-hmm. list keeps growing. If I'm being honest, this is exactly what I wanted this segment to be in the first place. <laughs> and and I just needed somebody to center it on. And I happen to like Hercule a lot, so that's how that shook out. It, it, it makes sense. Yeah. Especially because this is the kind of story that he would tell about himself. Sure. Where yeah, everything right. leads back to him somehow. Uh, that being said, does anybody remember last time? Frog brain Ginyu found his way home to Earth. <laughs> oh, right, right. that is what we were talking about. Right. Um, um, Hercule and uh, the farmer Senzu were, I think, in the desert. Yeah, they were trying to they track down to the bad chicks. They the first Dragon Ball, I think. Yeah, like find it in the head or something. Uh, yes, Matt, you you weren't with us last time, but we realized mm-hmm. that wild goose chase that we sent them on. Oh, Piccolo's back! Yeah, there's Dragon Balls again. 
That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> so last time, the frog brain in the Ginyu body found its way off of Namek. We couldn't decide how. We had two options. It was either by his muscle memory uh, and using his own space pod. Or uh, Perunga is a proponent of equivalent exchange and switched him with Piccolo when he brought Piccolo <laughs> to the planet. <laughs> Uh, either way, he's he was out in space doing his own adventures. At some point, he's landing on Earth. Uh, he was riddled by bullets because Launch finds him. And uh, he eats some of the bullets because he thinks they're flies. And because okay. okay. he's from space, he's fine. <laughs> <laughs> also, yeah, he is in a powerful space alien body. So. Uh, Hercule and the farmer accidentally find a real Dragon Ball, which is now active again, as they try to oh, find the nice. bad chicks. Did you did you give it a number? We didn't. I feel like that's mm. an important thing to overlook. Should it be the Gohan? Oh, we can't break the Gohan out just I'll Save yet. that for Videl. <laughs> yeah. yeah, good point. Yeah. Oh. Videl currently has a fake Gohan. That's true. That Turtle gave her. Oh, should at some point should she find the real one and then realize? <laughs> or what if the the rock that that turtle gave him and painted to look like a dragon ball was the dragon ball <laughs> coincidentally yeah. yep that has to be it i mean i do like that it just suddenly <laughs> starts glowing yeah which one does mark have hercule we'll say he's got the five star because he's a he's a five star hero sure thing oh, oh. i was gonna say the number the one star because he's number one mm. <laughs> What's our consensus? Mm. We we have enough people to vote, one way or the other. My my <laughs> answer to that is that Mark himself spends a long time arguing with himself about it. Oh, wait, oh, wait, he's he argues with himself about which number is on the ball. <laughs> just like, well, like which 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 is more appropriate for him to be the best? Does he want to be five star? or Does he want to be number one? Ah, <laughs> oh, just like in general. Uh, and the answer is revealed when he picks up the Dragon Ball. Oh, and maybe it settles on, on something he's been debating. A, a deep-seated argument mm. with his inner self. Yeah, like, like flip the, a coin to make he, a decision. He's am been I genuinely or am upset. I five star? He's been genuinely <laughs> worried about bucks? this. Am like I ten out of ten? Like pacing around his man, pacing around his Am mansion. Lucky number seven. For weeks now, trying to figure this out. Like Miss Pizza's getting really worried about him, <laughs> and finally this settles it. He's five star. He has somehow covered five whiteboards in calculations. <laughs> They're out at dinner, he's and he's just like moving meatballs around his plate in different combinations. Mm. And Sinzu is just one hundred percent into helping him. <laughs> Because it is, because it's a, it's a conspiracy of the mind. Yeah, he thinks that he's going to be able to derive some sort of secret equation that's going to reveal, <laughs> like some some you know like subliminal messaging in a news broadcast if he gets deep enough down this. Mar how cool is Mark Rabbit Hole? <laughs> Maybe he'll be able to glean why people care about this man. <laughs> this obvious fraud. It must have. <laughs> he's the only person in the world. To whom it's obvious at first glance, <laughs> but nobody listens to him because he's a crazy conspiracy theorist. So Hercule has the five star ball. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm fine with that. How does he use it to set a trap for the bad chicks? Hmm. I mean, he's never done anything subtle in his life, right? Correct. 
So I start now. Just I mean, yeah, send Zoo to use take a video and like just use his hacking skills to just wideband broadcast it. I was gonna say he just goes to a museum and says, "This is I do a new exhibit I have for you," and then they publicize the exhibit as much as possible and then wait for <laughs> the heist to happen. He tells Senzu, hey, I got a special topic for your little podcast. <laughs> yes! <laughs> this is the key. We're okay, gonna so make a hashtag. It's gonna go viral. You have an exclusive <laughs> interview with the champ. So oh, which... Give us the Satan. Okay. <laughs> give us the Satan. <laughs> now, okay, the last, I think the last piece that we need to make this perfect is which one of the bad chicks just happens to listen to the farmer yeah. podcast, but not as a conspiracy <laughs> thing, just because she thinks it's hilarious. It's a Raleigh. Yeah, she oh, gets yeah. that. 100%. She gets that like uh, in in her like internal antenna. Or yeah, something. it's it goes directly into her brain because she's a robot. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Do we have a name for for Sensu's podcast? We we always talk about it. Oh god, it totally needs a name. Oh, it does. I mean, I think. I think Hercule Satan would suggest dynamite discourse. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. But it was it was previously unnamed. <laughs> he didn't think it was important. There was truth to uncover. I love an in-universe destructo discourse within destructo discourse. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Honestly, that that, oh. that tracks because <laughs> yeah. pri- prior to this, each episode of the podcast just start up. And it was straight into ranting. Like, yeah. I discovered this week. <laughs> and he just it slowly like winds tune down. Tune into someone's ham radio station while they were passing by on I-70. Right. <laughs> uh, but then once him and Hercule, after he has been, like, hanging out with Hercule for a while, Her- Hercule is like, Look, you gotta you gotta work on branding. You need a snappy name. <laughs> he slapped him on the back really hard. I like that this is what they're spending their time on together. <laughs> yeah. That's what we would need happen. to rescue my daughter from these super criminals. Let's, Let's start, start a, a podcast. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I listen to like, that I'm podcast. I'm going to be on your, por- your podcast, but more importantly, it needs to be properly branded. <laughs> All right. What about Roshi then? What did we have him do? I forget. Uh, uh, he's, he and Turtle he just are just looking get... for launch. Oh, he right. Just wants some yeah. launch booty. Did he just fall asleep? <laughs> highly likely. Highly yeah. possible. I like that. Like, he went upstairs to pack a bag and fell asleep. <laughs> We've all been there. Uh-huh. Turtle just grabs the remote and starts flipping channels. He got, he got distracted by a dirty magazine. Yeah. <laughs> Pay-per-view. <laughs> just started reading it. Don't, don't worry, Turtle. We'll go out and find the lady. I just need eight hours to poop first. <laughs> <laughs> God, I need to I'll talk to Goku. Check in with Goku. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. I, I guess I'll watch Glow. <laughs> <laughs> Jump on my soaps. Tur- turtle has to get his law and order in. <laughs> oh, turtle. Oh, I have a final question. Um, do you think the green-eyed uh, children from the landing pod... Mm-hmm want to go after Dragon Balls. Maybe wish how, their planet back. How would they find out about them? Well, we know they listen to Sinzu's podcast. <laughs> oh, God. This has already been established. It's a it's worldwide... All coming, I mean, it's all coming yeah, together. Sinzu used to work. It's the amazing race for Dragon Balls. 
<laughs> so we're gonna have another climactic showdown pretty soon, but at a museum this, this time. This Perfect. beach episode got way out of hand. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well we will leave it there for now. Uh, Jason, yeah, why don't you send us out gently into the night? I will. You know what? We all need a cool down. We mm-hmm. need a four-star rating. That's what we need. Um, because as those of you who may know, who may be in the know, uh, some of our DBZ characters have canonical actual birthdays, which means they have canonical astrological signs. So what we like to do at the end of each episode is flip over to the horoscope section and give one of our characters a little a little uh, morsel of wisdom to grow on, to gnaw on, to hopefully take to heart in the years to come. And uh, the tar- <clears throat> subject of tonight's reading is... Uh, Krillin. Yeah, I don't. Th- I think it's been a hot minute since we've done Krillin, if at all. I'm sure we have. It, it, it um, is hard yeah, for me to remember when and where we do these readings for certain characters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Krillin's uh, actual canonical birthday is October 29th, so get those wish lists ready. Uh, that would make him a Scorpio, believe it or not. Ooh. Krillin, here is your reading. The game is starting to heat up, and you will need to up your competitiveness in order to stay within it. The good news is, today you've got all the intense energy you need to stay focused without losing your cool. So lean on a friend who's been supporting you, and they'll give you the lift you need to keep your eye on the ball and stay positive. The outcome is still up in the air, but you can turn things in a favorable direction if you unleash your hidden weapon, your razor sharp wit. <laughs> Your destructive wit. (laughs) Your dislike wit. (laughs) (laughs) No, to her referring to wit as dislike, and I love it. This is the longest (laughs) fucking con in the history of podcasts. (laughs) We're gonna get to the end of Super, and then another year is gonna go by, and then you're gonna let slip in a bar one time that you actually wrote all of these. The fucking reveal in Bloodborne. God. Can't believe this. The blood red moon will rise. Lean on a friend to give you a lift, like a little green boy with healing powers. I I was half expecting it to be grab life by the horns or something. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Make your make your hair go golden and yell a lot today. You're going to blow up a planet. <laughs> Frost your tips angrily. No, Jay, this wasn't Frieza's horoscope. Come on, get it together. Well, Frieza is actually also a Scorpio, based course, on our uh, of course fake he is bir- fake birthday nonsense. You because, didn't need, uh, need to say that. I, d- I didn't, uh, but his uh, manga debuted on October 24th. Thank you all for listening again to Destructo Discourse. I appreciate everyone who tunes in every week, Jason. Yeah. Tell the folks where they can find you. Well, sure. On the internet, y'all can find me at uh, jcabs. That's J-A-Y-C-A-L-V-E-S. And that'll take you up to my Twitter and my Tumblr. Matt, how about yourself? Uh, well, you, my address is 407... No, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the internet. You can find me on uh, Twitter at Monumentous Matt. Uh, you can find me elsewhere. Um, Tumblr, uh, SoundCloud, YouTube... Uh, Twitch under uh, Define Prague, one word. Aaron? Well, our discerning listeners have 
already found the one thing I do on the internet. <laughs> but if in the real world space you happen to be around the southwest Ohio area um, or in the Dayton area, I uh, perform improv at the Dayton Black Box Improv Theater uh, on Wednesday nights. But the theater has shows every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and sh- Saturday. Dave, how about you? Scythe, uh, P-S-Y-T-H-E, on Archive of Our Own. And if you would like to contact this show directly, there is a myriad ways to do it now. You can find us on Twitter at Destructo underscore Disc, D-I-S-C, where you can also see illustrated versions of Hail Satan provided by Matt. Me! You can email us at DestructoDiscourse at gmail.com, or you could join our fan interaction Discord. The invite to that is permanently linked at the top of our Twitter, so you can go there to find that and come join us and talk about Dragon Ball Z past, present, and future, as well as Mm -hmm. uh, making photoshops and fun art and stuff. If you would like to help other people find out about us, the best way to do that is to go on iTunes and or Apple Podcast, depending on what you want to call it, and you can rate and review the show. And if you do choose to do that, please give us a four-star rating. Why? A four-star? That, that, that doesn't seem right. That we, seems stupid. Our friend Hercule just said five stars the best. <laughs> yeah, he's a five-star hero. Don't Even listen though. to that charlatan. Mm-hmm. We want four stars on this show because four stars is the Gohan ball. Yeah. The, oh, yeah, you're the right. One, the one that the show is known for best Fuck him up, Gohan. Got- <laughs> Fuck him up, Gohan. Fuck up our ratings. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck up that algorithm just right. <laughs> if you must give us five stars, please specify that it is for the podcast within the podcast. Dynamite yeah, discourse. Dynamite discourse. <laughs> yeah. And not for the podcast itself. <laughs> That's how we'll know. Thank you all for listening. We will see you next week. This has been Destructo Discourse. Oh,